Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and usually we do Food for Thought Friday, but today we're going to talk about how to have hope. Uh, that's what we based Hope Is Here on. Uh, Romans chapter 15, verse 13, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I know, unfortunately, that uh, somebody's battling maybe some depression, uh, just uh, feels like giving up and thinking about ending your life. And uh, man, I just want to beg you to not do that first and foremost. Two, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about four ways that you can have hope today. So I am so glad that you are listening. Uh, maybe if you've done listen to this program, maybe you want to share it with somebody else that's struggling to have hope. But I'm going to just share four easy steps to how to help you uh, get your hope back. But Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hal Lindsey said, a person can live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only for one second without hope. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19 says, hope anchors the soul. And my 50 plus years of life, I have found that to be so true that hope does anchor the soul. Because, you know, let's be honest, somebody tells us about a new restaurant, we go check it out, maybe you have to wait in line, you know, get it table and then we finally eat it and we're like nah it wasn't too good or somebody tells you about a new movie and you go and check it out and you're like yeah that was disappointing or uh sports teams you know our team favorite teams predicted to maybe go to the super bowl or win a national championship or at least maybe go play in a new year's day bowl game and then they uh just doesn't pan out so there's a lot of things that are overrated in life right but I tell you what, hope's not one of them. A lot of things overrated in life, but hope is not one of them. But let's look at four things. What causes us to lose hope? Well, in my life, uh, from my time, over 20 years of ministry now, uh, four things kind of come to mind from my own personal life and then just from meeting with hundreds of others over the past 20 years. Uh, number one, bad decisions that we make. We all make them, let's be honest. Okay, We all make them sometimes. So that's one reason uh, we lose hope. Second, selfish decisions that others make. Uh, we've all been impacted by maybe a decision that somebody made that kind of, you know what, impacted us and caused us to lose hope. A third, uh, living on this side of heaven, unfortunately, sometimes life just happens, just happens. And then four, one that we don't really think about a lot of times when we get hopeless is fatigue. When we get mentally, emotionally, and physically tired, oh, the enemy can have a field day and want you to give up. For some of you, the best thing you do tonight is uh, maybe try to take a nap, <laughs> but definitely go to bed early. Don't worry about the ball game. Don't worry about that series on Netflix. I mean, go to bed early. That's one of the things that uh, I've been trying to do a better job at. When my body says, hey, we're tired, even if it's 9 o'clock at night, let's go to bed. And when I've been discipline enough and listen to my body and my mind to do that i'm so glad i did sometimes i'll fight for maybe one more hour before i finally do and i'm like why did i do that could have had an extra hour sleep and uh when that alarm comes off early in the morning uh i'm always glad when i've gone to bed early so just maybe that's why you know hey i've lost hope and 
bad decisions we make, selfish decisions that others make, life just happens, or four, fatigue. So I wanna, we talked about what our source of hope is supposed to be there in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. I want to say it one more time. Maybe you want to write this verse down, put it on a post-it note, and put it all around places you'll see it, your bathroom mirror, maybe the coffee pot, the refrigerator, uh, light switches in some rooms. If you're really struggling uh, with having hope right now, dashboard of your car, uh, your laptop. But for Romans chapter 15, verse 13, I want to share it one more time. I pray that God... The source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Friends, be reminded today where your source of hope is. In our time remaining today, we've got uh, about nine minutes. I want to help you uh, have four simple steps on how to get your hope back. As I prayed about these and through my life experience, a little bit of research, uh, I just felt like God gave me this acronym, HOPE, H-O-P-E, four steps to get your hope back. Uh, met with Dr. Melinda Moore, who has a Ph.D. in suicidology, and she's actually a renowned expert uh, known all throughout the world, speaks through all throughout the world at conferences uh, talking about suicide prevention and how we can prevent it, what we can learn and uh, just do such a better job of uh, trying to reduce this growing rate of suicide. And uh, I asked, does this line up with the research that uh, you've done and with your time as uh, having this being a, having a doctorate in this? And she looked at it and she's like, absolutely it does. So uh, maybe you don't believe in the Bible, but uh, if not, maybe you believe this and Dr. Moore, who definitely backs it up with some of her research in the academic world and all the research she's done over the last 20 years. Uh, letter H, okay? Your first step to getting your hope back, just hold on. Just hold on. I know that sounds kind of simple, but boy, when we've gotten depressed, discouraged, hopeless, we want to give up, man, we just need to be reminded by somebody to just hold on. And I'm asking you today, just hold on. You know, Psalm chapter 30, verse 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Uh, Bruce Van Horn, he says uh, his acronym for hope is hold on till the pain ends. And eventually, friends, it will. God eventually, over time, will help to heal the wound. It may always be a little spot in your heart if it's something that was really painful or a tragi tragedy. But you know what? The fact of the matter is God will help you be able to if you'll just hold on and not buy into that this pain's never going to end. It will. David Ashcraft says, God does his best work in hopeless situations. I found that true in my life. You found it to be true in yours? And then Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23 says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. You know, a better way of, to me of saying that is two things. Number one, God fortunately designed our calendar into 365 days, 24-hour periods in those days. Friends, we get a fresh start every 24 hours. I want to encourage you with that today and remind you of that. So today could be a much better day. Put yesterday in the rearview mirror and don't keep living there and dragging that into this fresh 24 hours that you've gotten. 
Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says, Do not grow weary in doing good, for at the proper time you'll reap a harvest if you do not give up. All right, letter O. If you're going to, if you want to have hope, how to get your hope back, open up to at least one other person. This one's huge, friends. I'm telling you, one conversation with a friend, a pastor, a Christian counselor, it can change everything. It can help get light when you share about the darkness that's going on in your mind and your heart and how you feel overwhelmed. Psalm 32 verse 3 says, For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. James chapter 5 verse 16 says, Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And then Proverbs chapter 28 verse 13 says, People who conceal their sins will not prosper. But if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Friends, I'm telling you, you need to do this. You'll be amazed. Don't carry this pain, this heartache, this disappointment, this anger by yourself. If you're like, Greg, I don't really have anybody I can talk to. Well, I want to remind you that you know there's a national suicide hotline. And they've got a way now you can call or they, they came out with something new this summer. They've got it where you can even text. And so you wind up that you're going to have to have this in your phone. You may not need it right now, but you can definitely use it here in the near future. So I want to encourage you to put this in your phone. Maybe you're like, I don't need it, but somebody else might need it. Or you never know, you might need it. But 988 is the new national suicide hotline to be able to text. That's 988. So please, um, if you're struggling right now, you can go on and use it right now. And, but at least have that available to help you. If you get in a dark moment, somebody's available 24 hours a day, every day of the year. So take advantage of that. The letter P, put yourself in new environments. And man, when you're hopeless and discouraged, we don't feel like doing that. But it's amazing when we do something different and get out of the same old same old ruts uh, rachel hollis says hope is not a strategy you know we say well i hope things will change but you know what friends if we don't do something different it's kind of like the old saying most of us know the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same things but expect different results if you want to go from hopeless to hopeful you need to put yourself in some new environments because our feelings they can mislead us Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Friends, I've been guilty of giving in to my feelings. And, you know, we can all get into that gloom and doom mindset and start throwing pity parties. And don't get me wrong, there is a time to grieve. And yet we cannot uh, stay there. As the old saying goes, you know, it's okay to... uh, to visit there, but not to set up camp there. And some of you have set up camp with being discouraged, uh, depressed, uh, just saying, woe is me. And I hope you know I'm definitely empathetic because I've had some tough seasons in my life. But I also know that the Bible says that Jesus came full of truth and grace. And this show today is about grace, 95% of it. But 5% of truth and love today is that sometimes you just got to say, you know what, hey, I'm going to put myself in a new environment, which leads me to the letter E. And this is the one here of this truth in love. Expect to see changes. Expect to see changes. You've got to decide that, you know, I'm going to do what Chuck Swindoll, uh, that great thing that he wrote on attitude. Uh, I'm just going to share the last line of it, that life is 10% 
what happens to us and 90% how we react to it. Friends, I know that I know from doing ministry over 20 years, everybody has suffered heartache and disappointments and just unbelievable painful things. That's why we need Jesus to get through this world and our hope is in heaven. But we have to say, you know what? I'm going to do what Psalm 118 verse 24 says each morning. This is the day the Lord has made and I shall be glad and rejoice in it. And we have to expect to see changes and choose that. Not on our feelings like we talked about just a minute ago, but to really be intentional about putting ourselves in new environments and then expecting to see changes. Because just know, sometimes when you try to move forward, you may take three steps forward, but then you have a couple of setbacks, and you're like, I took a couple of steps backward. But guess what? If you've taken three steps forward and only two backwards, you're still one step forward. I love this quote by Real Talk Kim. Keep the faith. I threw in the towel. God threw it back and said, wipe your face. You're almost there. And friends, that's so true. You've heard that old saying, it's darkest right before the dawn. Sometimes your breakthrough is just right around the corner, but the enemy will do everything he can for trying to get you to keep from hanging in there to experience the breakthrough that God has you. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please God. Faith in Jesus Christ, but also just faith that God is going to work and he's going to help move the mountain in your life. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12 says, Unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick, but a sudden good break can turn your life around. Albert Einstein says, Learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. So I want to encourage you today, if you are hopeless, to practice these four things to get your hope back. Letter H, hold on. Letter O, open up to at least one other person. P, put yourself in new environments. And fourth, expect to see changes. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today. Dot today.